0: What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. How's
0: it going? Good, good. So before we kick off the episode, just a reminder, we're still four weeks away from Tampa Bay Comic Convention, July 29th through the 31st at the Tampa Bay Comic... At the Tampa Bay Convention Center as always you can use promo code garage to get 15% off your tickets yes go and have fun we will be there taking pictures of everybody except ourselves and talking to <laughs> random people
1: i'm trying to think about my outfit i want i don't know what i want to wear like i'm not, i'm not I'm not i don't know if i want to go full cosplay or whatever go full cosplay go full cosplay i don't want to go full cosplay like what can, what can i achieve I look like freaking um Maui. Or You're I
0: Dalek. I ain't got that kind of money. You need cardboard. That's what you need. Cardboard, need and, cardboard. and paint. No, cardboard and paint lot. and like, that's what you got. You got it. I believe in you. No, 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 no. That's too much. Oh,
1: I'm okay. just saying, like I like if I just went in there with a trench coat and some uh some converses and like Jesus,
0: the, what the hell? The doctor. The doctor. oh <laughs> I was like <laughs> this is trench coat. So no, this I was thinking different. Constantine for a second.
1: No, that's another one too. Also, uh, 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 the guy from Supernatural, the angel. From Supernatural, oh yeah, always wore a trench coat. True, see, multi. True. Look at that. I could be multiple. You know, none of them are brown, but you know,
0: <laughs> you're from the multiverse.
1: <laughs> so there are multiple things, but yeah, uh, I'm still planning. Let's see what what it is though.
0: But so was, what's up? No, no, I was gonna talk about my weekend. It yeah, was you fun had a full event one. I had a full, I moved. And then I went to Daytona to uh, community effort Orlando, mm-hmm. as people know as CEO Fighting Game Competition 2022. <laughs> uh, we were there a few years ago, 2019, yeah. right before the pandemic, and it if it, it felt different. It wasn't as many people as I thought, uh, but it was a great turnout. And I think next year's going to be even more people because now that a lot of restrictions are being lifted and. And I guess uh, people are, are coming, out, coming out more. But this event, this weekend was amazing. I got to watch some great plays. I met some pro players I've been wanting to meet. I mm-hmm. uh, got to play a little few games. I was mostly working, uh, videoing, uh, just recording some of the events. But I was having a good time. got to run into old friends. <laughs> the only one I did it I got to miss, which wasn't there, was our cousin Mikey. Which was was yeah yeah he kept on was getting the like w- the, I felt like he was the missing element to that whole thing. I think he's the only one that has an added spark to the, well, the whole he, event. Every,
1: like I just saw the the, uh, the thread where everybody was like, "It's not the same without you there." Uh, you know, it's like it, yeah, because he's been this. There's like basically it's like the one person you always is a consistent. The Northstar, yes. the CEO, and of North he Star. and he's,
0: yeah he's a exactly and plus on top of that. He 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 makes shit happen. And he makes fun and he thinks on the fly. Like, because um, they just did have another CEO, a smaller event mm. uh, back in November, mm. and I think there was someone or someone pulled a fire a fire alarm by accident, so everybody had to leave the facility, the event hall, and Mikey being Mikey and very intuitive and and off the cuff, he created this whole. Rock paper scissors <laughs> tournament in the in the middle of the parking lot. So it was like two men go in, one and one gets out, and he had like a line of people coming in, and there was a TikTok about it, and people were, and I saw that it, it got kind of viral because of it. But yeah, so I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I got to I got to see some gameplay that I was excited to see, and and I I one game I I was really excited that I didn't think I was going to, and it's been there for years was Smash. Really? Yeah. Like I was like I always watch it. And I'm like, oh, it's Smash, and I just keep going. But this time I had to film it, and I got I got fucking into it. <laughs> I was like, let's fucking go, yo! One of the hypest crowds there was was the Smash community. Yeah, it's like and it's,
1: it's really large,
0: which is which I always knew
1: is it just like everybody comes out of the woodwork for Smash. Oh yeah, so it's it's awesome. But you know, it's funny. I keep on picturing like. Like there's an underbelly. Like I keep, I mean, just me. I keep on thinking that there's like you know, because every casino, every other thing, always has like that that uh, that door you don't go behind, like where people are just making like underground bets. And I feel like, (laughs) like you're gonna walk into a room and just people like playing video games with like like money in the room, running in the middle. Like yeah, yeah. Like
0: oh, there was people doing that. Oh really? They were like yeah, they
1: were like this like little underground little gambling. Oh no,
0: not underground. They were yelling it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> they were like I
0: forgot I forgot the two players That were playing I, I, I'll just give them like One was goth or something Yeah And they were like Yo 10 bucks on goth Yo in two games he got this 10 bucks And people were just like Yo I got you I'm gonna call you on your bet I'm gonna call you on your bet <laughs> Yo he had like 10 people Like just in a little circle Right outside of the ring Just betting Doing side bets I was like Yes This is where, <laughs> where we're at Love it Let's go It was
1: bound to happen That's like, I, I, like yeah. I just feel like This is an element That's always in any, any Competitive nature yeah, that's it awesome.
0: just, it, The worst thing is that I suck at fighting games that's one I'm horrible at it um, um, Compared to my First person shooters um, I suck At fighting horribly I smash buttons and I, I don't have no Type of timing Or coordination on how to get it But then I go to this event And I'm like damn you know what I'm going to really try I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick a game And devote my time To at least compete to get into a couple competitions see how it does See how it goes, so I haven't picked a game yet. I decided I'm gonna pick a game and I'm gonna run with.
1: You know, um, and it's not gonna be Street Fighter. I remember. Well, I remember I wanted to do that. I wanted to be better, and I wanted to be not that I wanted to like compete. I just wanted to be able to hold my own against. Because I mean, obviously, like you said, our cousin Mm -hmm. um, is big into see the the competitive fighting game. You know, circle. So a lot of the people that I know, a lot of people that I met through him and stuff like that are all into that. So I didn't want to hang out and just be the guy who watches everybody play. I want to play. So I try to learn that. I remember talking to one of his friends and he broke it down to me in such a weird way. I'm like, when, pe- when I realized how they see a game, because I'm thinking, like you said, I just go in there and I'm just trying to memorize certain combos or yeah. memorize certain certain movements. But like when they when they start talking about like when I start learning about hitbox like yeah. or you know frame rate all that stuff I'm like you're like damn I like.
0: they get to the data of it which I love yeah
1: that's I'm like oh man I'm like I'm not gonna i not gonna learn all this when I'm over here trying to remember you know you know how to do a certain move <laughs> so it's it's a it's a challenge it's uh, it's a lot especially con- then you know if you're comp- if you're if you're competitive that's not a challenge at all it's just something you like to do yeah but man it's, it's a lot of info. And I'm, I'm excited. I love that when you break down to the science, it just, it can get overwhelming when you're just kind of getting into it.
0: And not only that, one other thing is that you have some dope ass, like, your gamer your, name. Your
1: gamer name? Yeah. yeah they, oh, like, like, just, like, some people have the Like, awesome. infiltration,
0: Sonic Fox. <laughs> yeah. IDOM, which he's the one that won, uh, he won uh, Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, there's Menard. RD, he's from Dominican Republic. Yeah. What would be your gamer ID?
1: Well, my gamer ID right now. Well, no, if you had, you
0: could generate one, what would it be?
1: I don't know. Like, I, like I kind of generated minds thinking that I'm just going to be whatever it is. Like, because mine right now is Morel Monkey.
0: Morel Monkey?
1: Eh, like monkeys. <laughs> but, no, no, no. I, I, I feel like some of those things are things that people give you. Like, I feel like, you know, it's like, I, I've always liked nicknames that people give you versus you trying to give your own. Uh-huh. it's like when you try to give your own you always try to be like as cool as it can be but sometimes the cool the coolest part is just the fact that you you know this is something that people see you when they, you know like it was just given to you like for a long time when i was growing up um as like a little internal joke between us a group of friends and i still have it as like my name on certain like um usernames for certain things is uh dirty cat with a k <laughs> Because it was like we, we uh, what was it at the time? We were trying to name ourselves, so we started naming ourselves ver- uh, uh, off of uh, refugee characters from. um how, why am I blanking on their name? Um, uh, Lauren Hill. What was um? What Whitecliff? Uh, the refugee. Sorry, I'm like the like the refugee characters. Okay. So that's and I mind you, uh, Dirty Cat wasn't like a prominent. It was just start with. Like there was a, uh what was that? I remember hearing one of the albums where they were saying like there's a dirty cat, L Boogie, stuff like yeah. that, stuff like that. So we started taking those names. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I don't really don't know what my name. I feel like I, that's going to be something somebody gives me versus me trying to name myself.
0: I think mine's would and this is one that I've always had in my back pocket. Uh-huh. And and I was wanted it to be for if I had a team, it would be Off in the Woods.
1: Off in the Woods. Yeah. See, but that doesn't seem like a nickname. That just seems like it seems like the name of your business. Off, off in the woods?
0: Yeah. But I just do it because if I lose, I still win. What? So, it's like, let's say you're, you're a Dirty Cat, right? And we're playing and, yeah. you, and you beat me. Yeah. So they'll be announcing Dirty Cat beats Off in the Woods. <laughs> I get it, man.
1: I get it. I'm a little slow. I'm a little slow, but I got there. Yeah, I got it. That's
0: always why I'm like, I want to do Off in the Woods.
1: So that they say so that if, when if, they don't realize it, yet. so if
0: I lose, I still win. Oh, god, all right,
1: all right, all right. you got me.
0: Oh man, but let's get into some <laughs> topics. Let's get into some
1: topics. What do you got for me
0: today, bro? Oh my god, so uh, this is a, a monumental day for Tom Cruise. Um, he has officially broke one billion dollars for Top Gun 2 globally, about 500 million domestically. And that is insane for being a movie that's only went straight to theaters post pandemic.
1: I mean, just in general. I mean, for the and
0: the time frame that it has it been out.
1: Like, even if you were to not even equate for the the pandemic itself, let's say this came out like five years ago, that no, those numbers are astounding. Which I really and maybe this is me. This is so, you know, maybe this is an unpopular opinion. It's not even an opinion. (laughs) It's just I don't see it. Like, maybe Damn. I, I had to see the movie. No, I haven't seen the movie yet. But, and mind you, I grew up with the time where, where Top Gun was a was a prominent movie. Yeah. And I remember barely watching it when I was a kid. But I don't understand the popularity as it is now. Like, I guess what it is for me, Top Gun is not the most, like, there's a lot of movies that hit nostalgia for me as far as growing up. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, Goonies and, all, you know, like uh, Princess Bride, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Just Top Gun for me isn't one of them. Like it's a it's a movie <laughs> I know. I know it's a classic. I know it has like classic scenes. And there's a lot of people that 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 you know really kinda like are into it. It's just never been for me personally. Yeah. So so for me, I'm just really trying to wrap my head like, man, this this one movie is making that much this that it's, much it's, waves. It's,
0: it's it's making waves now. And and if this is a topic that we've gone back and forth mm. several times regarding going back to theaters movies going straight to streaming dual dual screenings with theater and streaming, streaming yeah and it's it, this is this is a pivoting moment that they're going to start looking at either how the characters involved actors main, mainly if it's a nostalgic movie something that will bring back people because of it's a, it's a sequel to to an 80s movie but then all the other elements around it to see if it if it's gonna top not top it but is it gonna be successful that we gonna they're gonna apply it as a movie success through theater like they normally did traditionally.
1: I think it's not. I think it's gonna and I've mentioned this before and I've said it before and I think the thing that's gonna happen because remember there was always blockbuster movies. Yes. Movies that we know we gonna blow up the box offices, right? Yes. But I think the way things are gonna go forward is those are going to be the movies that are going to be prominent. You're not going to get um, the kind of movies we used to have where they were fillers or they were... Um, Transition
0: movies tran- from, from from one season to another.
1: Something like that, where they were just... They were movies that brought maybe a, a certain amount of crowd, but they were yeah. still making some kind of money from it. Yeah, I, 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 I always saw them
0: as filler movies. Like, if it's like, like romantic more-
1: comedies. I do not see a romantic comedy. And I trust me, I love romantic comedies. I grew up with them. But I don't see romantic comedies... Going back to theaters the way they used to, like right now, just finding a romantic comedy that kind of hits that level is almost is difficult. Yeah, like right now, it just seems like every if you do find a romantic comedy, it's like Netflix, uh, movie at most, right? So you, I I just don't see because think about it, like I think about like um, it's
0: gonna have to be something over the top, way over that, the top to to to. Bring that crowd in That's what I'm, I'm saying Is
1: like I, I don't see like uh, And the only
0: two That would do it Is mm. is it If it's Sci-fi Or comic book But outside of comic books Yeah but
1: the same Those are all Considered blockbuster movies Yeah
0: no, no I'm saying outside of block uh, Outside of comic books
1: You know what movie Is gonna be a good uh, Sorry I didn't mean to no no, no 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 I think what movie Is gonna be a good indicator Cause I don't know If it's real But I remember hearing The possibility Of them making Another legally Blonde Okay That I think would be A good indicator The only reason I say that Is because it does have A good following Um The actress is well liked And It's nostalgia Like you said But it's not a, really A blockbuster movie So if that movie Goes to theaters And it breaks A certain level Like it, it makes A certain level
0: Yeah it breaks It makes a little bit Some ways It makes
1: money Basically right Not just A little bit of money I'm talking about real money Like the re- The only reason You would even Bring it out to theaters Is type money Yeah If that movie makes money, then that can counter my arguments, because that movie, technically by its definition, is not a blockbuster, but it has all the elements to bring people to watch it.
0: Yeah. No. All right. Yeah. No. Exactly. And that was getting into that was that outside of comic book movies, it's either going to be action, Mm -hmm. a a very franchised horror movie, like Halloween. But I think they're going to have to. Do something like another Friday movie.
1: See, the question is that I don't even think the last Halloween made that kind of money.
0: No, because it is because the other one. It, what was it? The other one that came out was right, right before the pandemic. Okay, so it has to be something that has been has hasn't had any movies come on like the last seven years or seven plus years. Saw like, Saw. No, didn't Saw come out? I think there was. Oh well, there spiral. was Spiral. Spiral, yeah, yeah. So Spiral came out during the pandemic. Yeah. So by it,
1: like a legitimate Saw
0: Saw movie, I don't know, maybe. But I think they consider well, they call it the Book of Saw, so I don't know. if It's, it's like a spinoff. But I would say anything, any horror movie mm-hmm. or comedy movie that hasn't.
1: That's a, see, that's another one though. Comedy, like what level?
0: Like no, but Legally I, Wrong I is like, comedy.
1: No, no, I know it's a comedy. What I'm that's what I'm saying though. That's another one where you kind of makes review in a sense, and like that is not necessarily, necessarily a blockbuster, but it does. It does have a lot of following, so yeah. the question is, what comedian or what comedy would bring everybody back to, to watch it, to go out and watch it. Basically, it has to be something where, because basically, you have to justify. It. Like right now, I I have a seventy, and this is small from what I want. I want, yeah. what I originally want to get is like a hundred and twenty uh, pro, short projection, right? So, it has to be better than my room. There has to be a movie that's I need to watch in a better. Quality situation than than the technology I already have, mm-hmm. so that's what I'm saying. If you're gonna watch something like, like a like a like a high school comedy, that's you know what I'm saying that might not go into. It's not worth watching in, you know, in the theater. Yeah, or like Ten Things I Hate About You probably wouldn't make good money in the theater right now. And mind you, that was that was also another cult classic for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, not true.
1: Um, but something like a comedy with action, let's say.
0: So I would I yeah. would I would say a comedy. Yeah. And, and I think this is the only way it would work. Yeah. Oh, not only the way it would work, but I think it would be funny. Yeah. Is if you bring back um Steve Carell in the 40-year-old virgin. Okay. Right? But this time he has a son.
1: 20-year-old virgin. No, I no, no, <laughs> but he'll be like let's see if
0: he has a son and the movie came out in 2005. So he'll be like around what Twenty.
1: It's almost, it's, uh, we're about to hit the twenty, the twenty anniversary. No, wait, am I wrong?
0: Twenty. Yeah, almost. So he'll be like, let's say eighteen, like a young, a young adult, or like a twenty year old virgin. Yeah. But set in the way of super bad. So the da- so it will be like super bad, like mm. them him coming out of high school or whatever, and it will be that he's like the eighteen year old virgin or the, and he's trying to, that that type of comedy that like you use Judd Apatow's comedy. Because he tells the story with a uh, a good sense of humor. Mm -hmm. But you you hinge it on the 40-year-old virgin storyline. You
1: know what would be really funny? If you do... uh, So you do 40-year-old virgin, right? Yeah. So instead of him having a son, you know, whatever. What about if his stepdaughter who's probably about to be... Like, she's about to be 40, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Because she was older. She was like a teenager.
1: Yeah. So she's about to be 40. And she meets... The forty-year-old virgin, like she likes, and she doesn't know how to. Oh, date. she
0: meets a young guy, then he's he's been a virgin the whole exactly. time.
1: Exactly, so that's <laughs> even better. So then now he's on the other side of it, where it's like she doesn't know how to, you know, be with him because he's a forty-year-old virgin. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> look at that. There you go. Boom, and that would break box office.
1: Now the question is, who would it
0: be? Ooh. <laughs> I'm trying to think who would be, who would who would have something that looks
1: like a little bit older, and is funny, and that would have that kind of,
0: you know. Oh, Michael Sarah. He's quirky enough. Or do you want it to be? There he goes. Are super bad though. Yeah. Right. they goes my super bad theory.
1: Or this guy hasn't done too much in a while. What's his name? Uh, McLovin.
0: No, I wouldn't pick. You know what to pick? What was his name? Uh, he was in Pitch Perfect. Adam what? Devine.
1: Really? Yeah. You think he has... A, wait, is he the one that did the magic in the, in the movie?
0: No, that was uh, Ben... Oh, Platt.
1: the guy from uh, Workaholics. Yes. <laughs> wait, he's, was he not... Like For some reason, I keep on thinking he was in 40 Old Virgin, though.
0: And he's 38, so he's, he, he's right around that age. And he <laughs> could play it off. I think he could play it off well. He has that. He has that. He has that funny quirkiness with it. Yeah. I think okay. I think that would. I think. Look at that. We just created the next. Wave. That's right. If anybody writes this movie, <laughs> we want credit for it. Please. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we fucking do.
1: All right. So that was awesome. <laughs> oh man.
0: So all right. So let's get into a little bit more money topics. Okay. Uh now with the whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard uh litigations over and I know we haven't talked about it. We'll just let it be as it be and let it draw it draw out how it is because we all know uh, yeah, if you is- lie you get caught. <laughs> you get lied you get caught in a lie, you, you fucking you do the you pay the price. So he they've been so much backlash uh when this first this whole allegation started that Disney dropped him from the whole Pirates of the yeah, Caribbean and he's always been said that he would never come back because you know they turned their back they turned his back on him when when they never had the full story yeah and now comes around that he was a victim in this whole process they were both victims because of whatever
1: they they both in a sense I, I remember here they were that both that, at fault at, they at, both have some toxic nature to them yeah, to, yeah. but obviously he wasn't the villain aggressor that, the villain that they tried to make him out to be
0: yes yeah so now Disney's trying to come back and bring him into the fold. And they're saying that he could reprise his role for a deal of a three hundred and one million dollars, just to reprise his role as Captain
1: Jack. I think they also said that they might have a, a prequel series with him in it, somehow like narrating maybe.
0: Possibly, yeah. I heard that too, but I don't know if that's part of the the three hundred million, the three hundred million, or is it just for him just to come into the movie? Because I know they might put him in two. They might push him for 300000000 million. They'd be like, yeah, we're going to get our money's worth. We're going to at least do two yeah, But not,
1: yeah, about to say, not one movie. <laughs> isn't it? That seems ridiculous if it's just one movie. I know. I'm like, wow. That's like, half the budget right there. <laughs> off of fucking one movie. So, no, I'm. I, it's interesting. And I, and I know he's considering it. That's what I heard is that, he, that they, he's possibly going to take it. So, I mean, obviously, it's like, because he said he didn't want to. He didn't want to go back for that. Yeah. So, I mean. But
0: <laughs> with that amount of money, I'm like,
1: but the thing is, they know, like, Disney Disney did their calculations. They did. I mean, oh, they, they, they didn't to. do it before. They just did it more now in the sense of, like, they but just know right now with everything going on, whoever, like, because because he did get a lot more. He got so much more. I mean, he already had a fan base before all this happened. Yes. And those people really didn't leave him when everything started happening. However, when... He, uh, when all this happened All this got, came to light And this trial Became such a Such a fan Like such a show um, He has so much more Popularity And more, so much more support Than he ever did before Yeah That anything he comes out with
0: The fans are going to come out And support It's going to blow up Yeah
1: So they need they, yeah. That's why they're desperate To have it Because one That was something He originated himself As far as that was you know, was Johnny Depp was Captain Yeah That's one of the things He reprised like what Three or four times At this point Yeah so they know definitely people will support him if he came out with another movie. Now with
0: this, yeah, because they knew that one, his, his the last few movies he's done were not that great uh, in terms of story or even what he was given and what he was yeah. how he acted it and and now that a lot of it maybe it was during the time that he was dealing with that. Yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of things in the fold to see what happens. But now with everything that came on to light. And his fan base not only grew, but strengthened to come behind them. So they were like, if if what we have to do is go to see his movies to support him, let's do it. So they're like, let's fucking monetize on that shit.
1: Well, the thing is, is that in their mind, they're like, because he specifically called them out um, without situation, they know basically any movie they plan out would be dead in the water. Yeah. So they kind of are pigeonholed in a sense, like either we give him enough money to be able to come back or we just just stop making those movies altogether yeah. <laughs> that, no literally that's that's the kind of mindset that you got to think about because think about it, like they no matter what they invest in or what they who they cast or whatever because of because of such a negative attention because of he called them out specifically you know people were not going to probably support it you probably got people watch it but not people support it the way they should as far as making the money so it's the idea is like well this is a Great franchise is a big franchise, so the question, and he is the star of it. So the question is, if we don't involve him, it won't float by itself. Yeah. So I get it. I get the mindset, but it's just it's just funny because think about that decision. That decision cost him what? I don't even know what they paid him in any other movie, but let's say if they paid him three hundred million and probably paid thirty million before. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it cost them to to make that decision in the first place. <laughs> Love it.
0: Love it. All right. So now lastly, last uh money topic. Mm-hmm. Uh which is all about numbers this time. <laughs> uh so there was a recent auction at auction house with the Star Wars X-Wing fighter model.
1: The one that they floated in the movie?
0: Yeah, the one that was used at a, at a New Hope. Okay. So the model that they used for for the um for the movie. Yeah. Uh, auctioned and sold For 2.3 million dollars At first they were Estimating to be between 500 To a million They were like it's gonna be a fall around that range And then when they noticed it fucking sold for 2.3 To be exact two million three hundred seventy five thousand dollars For the model X-Wing Which is like probably No I get it It's Yeah it's like a what, it was like ten I think it was like twelve inches long or something like that, but I was like, damn, and then it, oh. I, then I started to think, what would be what's what okay. would be the most money you would spend on a movie prop oh okay wait wait, it all depends what money like it. you don't have a limited amount let's unlimited you have what would be a reasonable price you'd be like, you know what if I had twenty thousand if you had twenty thousand dollars what would you buy?
1: Um, let's see. The original Freddie yeah, Krueger glove.
0: You, you fucking going original? I thought you'd be yeah. like the 2016 version for twenty thousand. No, the least. original.
1: <laughs> the original like Freddie Krueger gloves. Yeah, I can see that. Or wait, 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 wait. wait. Well, um, not because now that I have a little chance to think about it. <laughs> now that um, I have a little chance. Okay. All right. So the
0: um I guess I don't know if it's a would you I would say movie prop.
1: $20,000 I think I would pay $20,000 for the original uh scale model because they uh for think about this um the the landscape of New York in Fifth Element. Ooh. Because remember that wasn't CGI. They literally built it to scale. So it's not scale, but they built it so that it's basically like the size of a person. Yeah. So that's how they built the, the graphics of it. So like there's literally like this little city that they built. So the landscape where you saw in the initial New York entrance that I would pay $20,000. I mean, that's, that wouldn't go for 20. That was good for uh, a lot more. But I yeah. know of course, but yes, I would pay my, a lot of money for that.
0: Ooh. Okay. So if you had, so that would be, the, all right. So let's say if you have unlimited money, what would be the only thing that would be the only thing you would buy the first thing?
1: I mean, that'd be one thing I definitely would love because it's <laughs> New York. Yeah. I love the vision of New York that they created for that, and the way they did it. That and the, I love the taxi, uh, the taxi oh, yeah. they made for that for the shots. Yeah, um, I, you would think it's the Stones, but I feel like the Stones, they don't have as much stylized. You know, they're cool, and I love obviously Fifth Element is my my movie, but the style obviously is is so much so apparent in the the way that they showed New York.
0: Yeah. Transit, what I wanna buy. And uh, you know I would want something You know what it would be okay. And it would be The original if Unlimited money And it's funny Because I could display easily Would be the Skull key from the Goonies Okay So I could just That's it <laughs> Just that
1: The skull key from the Goonies Yeah Okay
0: all right, I think I think it's because that. I just saw that movie recently. I guess. Okay, well here's, so here's goes, a here's
1: uh, a more here's a weirder question.
0: What would be a more obscure item you would yes. want? Yes, that's what I was gonna say.
1: What would be the most obscure item from a movie, original piece, whatever that you would go for?
0: I already know what that would be. I already okay. know. Go.
1: What is it? The uh, did you want to go random? The uh, the Chinese uh, uh, food box from Lost Boys, where it turns to rice to maggots.
0: Ooh, okay. Mine's would be show enough shoulder pad jacket from <laughs> <laughs> the Last Dragon. Show The red shoulder pads that looks like a football. Jer- oh my god! Pad jersey pads. That would be, that would be
1: my obscure okay. item. All right. How about round two? What's his, like? What's the second obscure item?
0: The second obscure item. Woo. Second obscure item. I'm trying to think. How 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 weird would I want to go? Oh, you know what? Mm. It would be. I don't know if it's obscure. I I don't think it would fall under obscure. It would have been the chewed up ball from the sandlot. Okay, post chewed.
1: You talking about the signed uh, the the, the sign. fake the fake uh, uh, Babe Ruth? Not the chewed up.
0: yeah, the fake Babe Ruth. The real it was the real Babe Ruth.
1: What do you mean? Babe. The up ball that was that in That was signed movie. by Babe Ruth. The up ball that was in the movie was real. Was you saying it's real? It's really signed by Babe Ruth? No, but you know what I mean? The, yeah. like, the ball that In the movie. Yeah, in
0: the it, movie. Yeah. That the Babe Ruth signed. Okay. For me is real, Nick. Okay? <laughs> for, re, for me, it's real. Okay. That's signed by Babe Ruth. Uh, it's either that or you know what? It's either that. Okay. Or Ooh, okay. It's either that, or the uh balabushka cue stick that was given to Tom Cruise in The Color of Money.
1: Oh, see, that's not as obscure because you love pool, yeah. but
0: it's it's very obscure. I and the movie
1: it, the movie is all about playing pool, so I get yeah. It. Um. Okay. Okay. Um. Let's see. The monkey skull okay. plate from Indiana Jones. <laughs> Jesus, the plate? You don't remember yeah, when they yeah. served the monkey brains? Yeah, yeah, the little serving plate. Yeah, the monkey brains and like from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Doom? Yes, yes, that's obscure. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. That that's your collectible items and the most obscure <laughs> items you could possibly think of
0: that we would want. Yes. So if anybody wants to buy it for us, just. We'll send we'll, you. We'll, our, accept we'll, we'll accept and send you our address so you can mail it to Anytime, us.
1: I'll take it. <laughs> Let me get it. All right, <laughs> on to the
0: next topic. So, mm-hmm. uh, talking about we were ta- fantasizing about eighties movies and nineties, uh, Goonies, uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Sandlot, but it's more falls into the nineties. Uh, yeah. Um, one movie that we did not mention was Back to the Future. And apparently, and this is coming off of They had the Back to the Future musical And what? it's finally heading to Broadway in 2023
1: Wait, so this thing actually already
0: exists? Yes, so it started in um, I'm trying to remember where it started It started in Let me have, have to pull it up again Hold on a second <clears throat> So oh. yeah, it started in 29, 2020 Okay Um. Right, it was like right at the West End production, and I think it started twenty twenty, and then twenty twenty one. It really popped off Mm. at the West End, uh, September of the year, and then it got uh, an award for the an Oliver Award, Oliver, oh yeah, Oliver Award for best new musical in twenty twenty two. So now it's going to Broadway. So it was an Off Broadway show for the past two years. And now they're bringing it back.
1: Why is it that you're telling me this? All I could think about was Bob's Burgers. Why? You remember the episode of Bob's Burgers where they did a musical of um, Die Hard? Oh yes, Working Women. (laughs) 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 Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Oh man, I was just like, because you're taking all these '80s nostalgic movies and turning them into musicals. It's funny. Well, they already have. uh, um, They already have the Heather's. That's a popular. I think Heather's still.
0: was a musical prior. Was it Heather's a musical prior to the movie? No, no, it wasn't. The movie came out. Then they came out with yeah, Heather's but it's a, yeah. But it. Heather's was came out not that far off from when was the musical came out for the Heather's. I'm trying to remember. No, it's been, it's been, out, been out for a while. while I know that.
1: Like I said, it's been out for a while because the movie was again. It was the '80s. That was uh, that was teenage uh, um. When Nona Ryder and Teenage uh, Christian Slater. So
0: the tickets are going to be available soon. Okay. They they just set up on the Back to the Future Twitter. Mm -hmm. It says, Synchronize Your Watches. The future is (laughs) coming to Broadway in 2023.
1: You know, okay, so I have a question. Do you think if... uh, Because the problem is now, the biggest issue that I think you run into when it comes to Back to the Future. Let's say if you were even trying to make a Back to the Future sequel, like Mm -hmm. whatever, is that now... That idea, not necessarily time travel, but the idea of a basically a young boy and an older man, scientific old man doing anything, it's scientific, is usually cause it's tri- attributed to Morgan, uh, Rick, Rick and Morty. Morty. Yeah. So I just wonder if people are going to watch that and think just think Rick and Morty like.
0: I don't know. Well, here's the good thing: is that um, mm-hmm. the the. Um, the co-writers and director of the movie are composed uh, Robert Zemeckis and Alan uh, Sol- Salvatieri. Yeah. And Glenn Ballard are composing all the original music used in the musical. Are you serious? Yeah. So they're, they're ra- right in it. Like, I guess they're trying to make it work for on a musical setting. Yeah. So.
1: It's going to be hard then. It's going to be like a very nostalgic hit. Like, basically think uh, The Last Ghostbusters. Is Rob- Robert Zemeckis and like something. Isn't that the way that happened? Like the the last like it hit a lot of nostalgic
0: Oh his son when he made it? Yeah. Yeah, it hit a lot of it hit, it did hit a lot of nostalgic moments. So I think they're gonna do that, but they're gonna just keep true to the story. Yeah, of yeah, of course. But talking about Ghostbusters, yes, it just got announced that Ghostbusters 2 is coming down Christmas of twenty
1: twenty three. Wow. Now the question is, what he? Because that's one thing I like about Ghostbusters. I know it hit a lot of nostalgia, but it didn't feel like a original movie. Like, no, it didn't feel like a, a rehashed thing. Yeah, that's like a, the, it was an, a new story, but then it hit a lot of markets for fan for the for the fast nostalgia. Yes. So the question is now, because now the story could go anywhere. So I'm wondering.
0: And this is the and this will be the best point of because now at this point it breaks away from. The original ties to the original movie. Okay. So now this is like... Because this one just was the... The passing the torch movie. Now this is... They're running on their own. So I don't know if they're going to still lean on... Which I don't want them to. To lean on the Ghostbusters original story arc. Well... not Lean on it heavily. Okay. So they...
1: The way that they ended... And again... Sorry, guys, spoiler alerts. If you haven't watched the movie...
0: You can watch it in one of our episodes where we do talk about it. Exactly.
1: Um, But the way that it ended, there's no way around them uh, touching the original cast.
0: No, I understand. No, I don't mind that. I don't mind mind if it's a quick glimpse, a quick... As long as they're
1: not fighting old enemies.
0: Yes, or they're bringing back old enemies to it, or they're using... They're using the old character so heavily that it, it it takes it overshadows the new cast. I get what you're saying. I like I don't mind if they, they, they touch on it, but I don't want it to they be. They can so play heavily. a mentor
1: role, but they can't play the prominent role. role. Yeah. Yeah. Like kinda like the last movie. Where you really yeah. didn't hear what, or see. What them. movie
0: would ruin that? I'm trying to think of a movie that ruined that. And I'm. <clears throat> what do you mean? Like where's the, a movie that's a sequel. Okay. But best great was um I don't know if it was the Terminator movie the last Terminator movie that was horseshit I t- I feel bad because it really shouldn't have been but yeah it, it was yeah but yeah. the minute the movie once once they brought Arnold into it and it showed him throughout the rest of the movie it kind of overshadowed what his was yeah because his it,
1: role shouldn't have been anything more than just kind of a cameo
0: yeah and he he took a whole leading role pretty much that. Took a backseat to the girl that was playing as the new Terminator, yeah, and so to overshadow that whole moment for okay, her. Which, yeah,
1: she did. It so did.
0: that's what it, that's what I don't want it to happen. Well, you know what confuses
1: me is because um, I thought they did a good job, and I thought it was gonna be the similar structure with um, Scream. Yes, and not in, not to get into you know whether how I feel about it or not, but I know. Because remember, when we first uh, kind of gave our review, we said that it looks like a good passing the torch where the original cast played very much a cameo, even though one of them was a little bit into it. But they played a cameo where they didn't really they just basically came at the end. Right. Yeah. Um, and it felt like it was passing the torch to the new the cast. new cast. Right. But then I hear, obviously, that there was an issue because uh, they were trying to cast uh, Nev Campbell to come back. And that they didn't offer enough money. So I thought I was confused because I'm man, I didn't think they were gonna I didn't think they were gonna bring her back. Yeah because I thought that the whole thing was they just passed the torch right. They left.
0: They left the tongue. They don't need her.
1: So that's what I'm confused about. But I guess that they were trying to use her again. And then I'm like, man, they kinda not again, hey, listen, I I love her to death. She's she made Scream. you know, she was part of it. Yeah. But now I get confused as like what their story trick is gonna be. Cause I thought she just was that's it. She passed the torch, it's done.
0: Yeah, which would have been the best thing.
1: Yeah, but I feel like they were going to, by, by this whole argument back and forth about bringing her back and the money, I'm thinking like, oh, they, their plan was to make her a
0: prominent person again. Yeah, which we don't want. Exactly. Now, now nothing against Nev Campbell. No, no, nothing against her it's again. more They're like, just, let's, let's, let's move on from the her story well, and go on to the next chapter. Exactly,
1: because basically what I'm saying is like the way they set up the last movie, and the reason I liked the last movie so much was because it felt like a passing of the torch. Yeah. Sorry, because it felt like a passing of the torch. So now it just feels like they're trying to backtrack a little bit on that.
0: Yeah. So no. So, so let's see, let's see what mm-hmm. happens. It's it's 2023, so it's a really soon from the last one that came out.
1: They should. I, I don't think. I think when you make sequels, I, I think it. I think it shouldn't take too long because they no, like Avatar
0: two. Yes. Hmm? Like, like Avatar two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like,
1: well, because think about it. It's uh, the people. I mean, we're we're not. We're we're gonna get older. We're gonna get onto different things. Yeah. And then you can't play the same like. If you want to make a good sequel, you want to make sure it's not too far away from the original unless it's going to be a completely different story. So you definitely want to make sure you hit it as soon as because I think they used to have sequels almost every year for a lot of movies back in the day.
0: It was two years apart. Which ones? Most average. Two Most years. Most average was two years? Okay. Two years.
1: See, but that's a good that's a good average. You know, it's like. Yeah,
0: because they'll usually they'll usually come out with the movie, assess the success of it. And then from there, unless it's predetermined that they're coming out with a sequel. If they're predetermined to come out with a sequel, then they'll do it. Su- the, the, the No, you know what? I think it was about two to three years. If they were predetermined to come out with a sequel with it, because it uh, projected that it was going to be that successful, mm-hmm. then the release date of the sequ- second one will be a lot sooner because it's pre-planned because they know where they're going with it. Yeah, If it's a singular movie that pops off, I think it was about th- almost close to three years, given time for... Uh, writing, budgeting, pre-production, production, post-production, and release was about a two-year, two two two-and-a-half-year gap.
1: I think, you know, it's funny. I think, I mean, I, I, I'm over here speaking like, I'm, like I know this stuff or I know the money, but it would be interesting if you, uh, you negotiated every time you did one movie and you know the sequel was a possibility that you already had, let's say, script and everything written. Because I think that's the problem. They wait. They wait for the reviews and people's judgment to come back to yeah. see what they can bring back in the element of the the next story. But I think it's there's something too to just a story being consistent when you write it all together. Yeah. And then wait till like the box office numbers and, come in, and, and then like, try
0: to make something up on the fly oh, to push it out. That's what I'm saying. Just a,
1: you already have the second the sequel ready, ready to go, and then the minute you get the box office numbers from the first week. Start production the next one.
0: Yeah, just look at speed and speed, too. Yeah, no,
1: let's not. It's <laughs> not. At all. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> all right.
0: I, and those are the topics for today and this week, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode from my mom's garage. As always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at from my mom's garage or emails at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. As always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week.
1: Later.